0: Hey y'all. welcome back. Yeah, finally busting out another episode of True. Now, before I explain like what's been going on, um, I just want to say thanks for listening, thanks for supporting. Um, I'm starting to take this to the next level. Uh, I just realized I realized how I wanted to weave this podcast into my life. So to start with, like where everything been, um. Last episode of this podcast came out, what was that? August, like 2021. So it's like a year and four months. And in that time, let's see, senior year started. Um, that was like a big year in my life. And then obviously after senior year, I got freshman year at college. So it's pretty much been life that's been happening. Um, when I had my idea to do my podcast, it was just more like a, it was a verbalized version of my thoughts, because on my other account, my other Instagram account, uh, people would be like, oh, man, like, you making sense, like, oh, uh, he's spitting, and I'm like, okay, like, I don't even like typing on Instagram like this, because I don't like reading, so I know everybody else don't like reading, and I also realized, like, on my main account, like, people probably not going to read no big long paragraph unless they really cared about it and even if the people really did care about it i would rather give them a better um well a deeper like dive into my thoughts so i was like okay i don't want to type more and the people who actually don't care to listen they probably want to hear more about it that i can do through like an instagram post So i was like all right just let me start speaking my mind and then that's how i got the idea to do a podcast um This girl in my school, she had a podcast. She asked me to be on it. And I was like, okay, it's kind of cool. And then I just kind of put two and two together, found the the platform, and then, yeah, I just started doing it. Um, But back then, I was like 16. Like, I started this in 2020, so I was 16. Granted, I had nothing to do because it was pandemic. But, um, yeah, I wasn't really, like, ambitious with it i was just like the kid like just got a car so he doing all this other stuff now it's like life just got like like a lot more expanded so i wasn't really thinking about doing this podcast for real um and then i was still going to school on top of that even though it was online school that was a that was a demon if you know what i mean like even though it was easy it was just like a whole different animal um and then like it was a virus going on pandemic still playing sports so i just really wasn't focusing on this podcast but now um winter break for my first semester in college i'm just sitting here i got this is like the most time i had in my life like i'm not playing no sport um i got a long break it's just like i really just out living um in between semesters so i'm just really thinking about ways to um, either build upon things that I already do or start new ventures. Yeah, so I'm just really thinking of like new ways to um build and like expand upon either things that like I already do or like things that I've been like meaning to start doing. Um that's like my goal over break. So I was like, okay, I already got the podcast. Like, I already know how to do it for the most part. I got, like, a lot more life experience and wisdom. uh, And then, like, a lot more passion to talk about the things that I used to want to talk about. And I have, um, you know, acquired, like, a better... It's not looking good right now because I'm struggling to find a word to say it right now. But I found, like, a better way to, like, articulate. Or I guess a more mature way to articulate like what I'm feeling. So I just thought it was appropriate to bring the podcast back. All right, so for a quick little refresher, uh, for those who are new to this or it's been so long since they've been true to this, um, my podcast name is Truth, T-R-O-O-F. It's supposed to mean truth, through the roof. It's a combination of the words truth and roof. Um, but then I also thought it would be kind of cool if I kind of tied it back into like, like, ebonics or the way Black people talk. Because you know, especially with the, with the Southern or Midwestern accents, we kind of blur those words together, especially when we start talking fast. And I feel like I definitely hear a lot of Black people say, "Truth is truth." So I was like that's something we already say so I just tried to put like a little clever spin on it um and it's also like I feel like I'll be speaking the truth and I'm going to bring other people on here to start speaking the truth and it's going to be a lot of it and you know like if you like in the business world you're looking at a chart specifically specifically a bar or like a line chart um pay attention to my to my logo art then what they they be saying when they doing good in business. They say, oh, our such and such is through the roof. So, cause like I'm a business major in school right now. So I just thought that it was all tying together nicely. I thought it was like a lot of layers to the name. Um, I probably could have came up with something like a lot more dynamic, elaborate, and clever if I like started it right now. But I do like the name. like I said, I, I got like a new understanding, a new perspective on things um, as I gotten older uh, over starting this podcast. So I even came up with that one about like the marketing stuff, like how people look at grass and stuff in the business world. I just tied that into my life because I didn't know in 2020 that I was going to be a business major. I didn't know what college I was going to. I didn't know how to apply to college. So that's just showing like how much how much um, time has passed and how much growth I've done. Um so, just got the recap of the name through, um, just so it's, like, a reminder of, like, why why is it called this? Because it's been so long, um, and I don't even have that, like, original first episode, because it was so just, like, I don't know, it was raw. Like, it was made in 2020, um, but this episode right here that you're listening to, this is going to serve more as my episode one. And I think I want that that same race, different racism. I, I want that to be like uh if you can like click on like a you know, like a TV show, they'll put out like a free episode on like YouTube. It'd be like the one show it's like, hey, if you're gonna get into this, you need to watch this episode. That's what I want that to be. Um it's just me talking, it's just me being very like fundamental to how I view it's just me being like very explicit with like how I view the world um and it's something like that I'm passionate to talk about like black issues I'm not gonna only talk about black issues but like with the way that my life is being structured right now I feel like I got a lot to talk about with though so like for the next episodes that I do put out it might be a little bit more uh focused towards you know black issues but um yeah so I just want that episode to serve as like my my preview it's like hey, if you're going to get into it, like, if you're if you trying to decide if you're going to listen to it or, you know, like, really tap in with the podcast uh, consistently, I would say listen to this episode. I want that to be like that. But this, I want this to be, like, the the first episode. because this is, it's not like a, it could be, like, a new season, but I want this to be, like, the start of what I want this podcast to look like. Because I do want to take it to, like, a level where... Like, I don't want to be, like, a podcast sensation, but, like, you know, I want to be successful with it. Like, I want to get to the point where, like, I can have notable people on here. Um, And I'm not putting a limit on myself, but, you know, I just, I'm thinking a lot more, like, this is on my side thing. Like, I'm still going to school and things like that. Like, I'm not about to drop everything and start podcasting. It's not like that. It's still like a side thing. But, you know, I want it to be as good as a side thing can be until it makes sense for it to be a main thing, if it even get that point, even if it gets to that point. But if it don't, i won't be mad because, like I said, it's just a side thing that I'm doing. Um. So, but I want this episode to be like the start of that. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to get back, I'm going to get into, like, where I have been and, like the the things that i've seen in terms of like growth and development that has led me to start this podcast again and then like what i'm gonna be talking about this thinking of this is more as like a hey where you been why you been there and what's coming forward okay so if you listen to my last episode which um if you haven't you should either stop this one go back and listen to it Even though it's a little rough, it's me from a year and four months ago. And you can already imagine how cringy it is probably reading something that you posted on Instagram like a year and four months ago. So um, yeah, imagine how that makes me feel by telling you to go back and watch it. But hey, I still want you to go back and watch it so you can get like an idea of like how I just feel like it's a very like bare bones way of what this new stuff is going to look like. Because I'm going to expand upon that, like the whole um, concept of like exploring perspectives. With that one, it was like just me. It was a solo episode. So I was just putting up my perspectives. But in the future, I want this to start looking like a, hey, I'm I'm interviewing this person from my life. Um, They can remain to be like anonymous or they can tell their name. I don't really, it don't matter to me. But I would have them on there explaining their point of view on this topic. Um, and I think I want to almost do like a compare and contrast type thing where I bring one person with this view and one person with this view. Um, i just kind of like cut them together, but it won't be like a whole group conversation. Um, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I feel like I have to do some experimenting with the format. I can definitely try both types of like those. Um, bringing in perspectives to people who have completely – of two people who have completely opposite views, but like not having them interact with each other and then having them interact with each other kind of like a, I don't want it to be like a middle ground type of thing. Cause I don't think that some stuff that I want to talk about really needs to have a middle ground, even though it would be cool. That would be like the Kumbaya holding hands away. It's not like a middle ground it's very positive, but I just want to explore how like, my, my main goal with starting this was to show how everyone has their own opinions and, like, their own unique um, perspectives and that all these things can, like, coexist. And I want to highlight the lines in situations where two things can be true. You know what I mean? Because, obviously, it's people out there who got opinions that's harmful. I don't need to list no examples right now, but you know the type of people I'm talking about. But... Like, it's a lot more to life than those, like, bad situations. Like, it's situations where multiple perspectives are in, are encouraged and they actually, um, you know, like, expand a community's um productivity or um, make a community a better space. Because when you start to mix all those individual, like, opinions and ideas, then that's how you, like, expand other people's like knowledge. I mean, it was this, um, it was an episode of Rick and Morty. It was like, we listen to like one random song a day. Like we end up finding more songs we like than if we didn't do it. I was like, yeah, and if you just listen to more perspectives, you can start adding, you know, things that you agree with, things that you reconcile. I mean, things that you agree with, things that you support. people who are like-minded, like, you'll find a lot more of those things. You're just opening up through, um, you know, conversation and expression. So I just want my podcast to be, like, a version of that, but with perspectives um, because I feel like a lot of people got their their own, you know, like, unique perspective that has value. Um, And it's so nuanced because, like, people are, I, I always say, like, if I see like a meme or something and it's like, this is how black people do this. I'm like, man, like, or this how kids who was born in this year do this. I'm like, bro, there's like no original people. Like, we all be living the same life. I say that as a joke, but for real, for real, like, it's a lot of people who be like the same like type of archetype. Like, they'd be like the same number, but then they're not different until you get to like the decimal points. So it's like they have these like real fine differences like in the nuanced differences that you can only pick up on like if you really studied it but then like but big picture like they really be like the same type of person that you've met before you know what i mean um so i want to but i want to highlight those like little nuances and like different ways that form their own individual opinion like for instance um this is what this is what really sparked my passion for black issues, which we will be talking about in the future on this podcast. So um, I moved out to San Francisco for school um, at the University of San Francisco. And I a big reason with me going there is I got accepted into this program called like the Marshall Riley Live and Learning Community. Uh, but before that, I got accepted into um, their black scholars program um, it's like ten it's like 10 spots um full tuition and you have like a lot of like networking um events and you have like a lot of um mentor you have like a mentor a mentor you have um yeah you know I mean? it's just like a good successful like set you up they look out for you type program but like they pay my tuition so that was like the main thing that sold me on it um that's an understatement. I, I can get into it when I really like get into the whole college experience, but I'm kind of blacked out on college right now. It's winter break. Not trying to think about it. Um, but then with them being that, you also get to be in this Marshall Riley living learning community. In the live and the living learning community is like people who share like a common identity, um, sharing like one living space. We take a class, um, an African American studies class together, and then we all like live on the same floor um so it's almost like a little neighborhood it's actually really cool um but in doing that i've been around people who share a common identity um if you go back to like what i was saying with like the with the number analogy i guess it's like we all black you know we all got we all share like the same number but our like decimal points and like our numbers like past the decimal they are different because it's Black people from California, Missouri, Illinois, um, Georgia. It's like Florida, different states and stuff like that who all have these, like, different unique experiences because of where they grew up geographically. Then people with different religious beliefs, um, people with different sexualities, things like that, um, and different ages. So that's all, like, things that kind of blend in and highlight our differences. But at the end of the day, like... We all still black, like we all still got commonalities, like we all gonna, you know, get up and do a little dance to never too much if we hear it playing, you know what I mean? Like we all know the electric side, so I just thought that that was really beautiful. Um, so that really encouraged me to be like, hey, like, start, our, let's restart your platform in which you, um, in which you highlight these, um nuances and subtleties in different people's experiences um and you know kind of compare and contrast them against each other like based off these different life experiences so since i already had the platform like i said earlier in the beginning merged two together now i'm back on the podcast now you can also tie my college experiences into uh, my motivation because like i said with the it's like it's based with my program in the Living learning community is based off the fact that like we're all black. So I've been like our African-American studies um, is called Black Activist and Visionary. So it's a little like historical, um, but it's not like a history class, but you just go back and really um, build the socio historical context on which these black activists and visionaries are. Um, rose to prominence and just really start to study why they did what they did. Um, And that's really um, brought me back to, like, a passion to talk about the black community that I haven't had for a long time. So I will probably say since I dropped that last episode, I would say, like, my passion for, like, black issues was, like, it was, like, an eight, you know, solid. Like, I probably... get on my my other account type of a paragraph about what was going on. Um, But then after that, it just like dropped. Like I wasn't like cooning or nothing, but like, I just wasn't like, and I didn't realize it until now, but I was almost in like a state of Afro-pessimism. And um, if you know what pessimism is, that's like the opposite of optimism. So I was like, you always think the worst scenario like things like no hope, blah, blah, blah. And he put Afro in front of it, and now it's like black, for lack of a better term. I could probably give you a better definition than that, but I don't feel like typing it in. Um, and I know how to look at root words. I know how to use context clues. So here we are. <laughs> um, so Afro-pessimism, I feel like I was slipping that. And, it, and I wasn't being verbal about it. Like, I was on my Instagram like, ah, oh, like, it's just... Black people will never get together. I wasn't like bad mouthing my people because I like I wholeheartedly don't believe that's true. Like I think it's a way to fix it. I think I can be a contributor in how we fix the issues of our community. But you know I didn't know that until like I didn't feel that fire, um, be reignited until very recently. So all this absence, um, I just really hadn't had the passion. But you know every here, every here and there, I would like slip something on Instagram. Um, I don't believe in, like, reposting, like, infographics and just reposting, like, the same things that other people say because that's as easy to ignore as, like, the initial reposting of the thought. Like, how many of y'all even follow those, like, activist page and don't just repost them when you see them? You know what I mean? So, it's like, if you're not even engaged enough to follow the account, what make you think you're going to click on it when you see three people in a row resharing? It's like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm just going to go over it. So, that's why, like, if I do something like that, like, I'm going to at least put a little bit of my own two cents in it so I get people an incentive to listen to what I'm saying because it's not just a regurgitation. So, I would, like, do that here and there uh, whenever I felt like it, but I never, like, felt the need to, uh, like, get on my mic and start making a podcast episode, you know what I mean? I was just like I, I'm not putting that energy into that right now, and probably part of it is I was really just like after living my life. Like senior year, um, I was playing football. <laughs> we won a district championship. Then I went to I went back to basketball. I was team captain. Then I went, um, and then still senior year. So I was like, I gotta do the college um, applications and admissions and stuff like that. Then I still got a metro on top of that, like a uh, school that's not for real easy. So like I'm getting a lot of homework. I still like work on the weekend, so I'm living like I'm living like a full life. Um, so and just on top of that, like I just didn't feel like I needed to um get out here and talk. And then also I was just feeling like man, like it's so many people in this world. Like what's really like, what's my voice really going to do? Like, and I'm not one, like, for my personality, I'm not one to really think like that. Like, I think in first person. And I, would, I always kind of see, like, glasses, like, half full. Um, So I'm like, I feel like people would, like, want to hear what I have to say. But, you know, at the time, I was like, man, I got a lot to do. And ain't nobody really going to be listening to me. So I just kind of lost the passion. Um, And I would talk with people like here and there, like in person, like if that's what we're talking about. um, I would be like active. And like I was one of the presidents of Blessing Union. I planned the whole Black Culture Festival. It's like I'm doing things, but I would do things like when they would weave into my life, but I never like wanted to step out the box and just talk about these Black issues Um, because I was like, nobody gonna listen. I just don't, I don't feel the passion. Also, on top of that, it's like, um, it might be like a little bit psychological, um, but more like subconscious. I, I was probably just like exhausted as a black person for real, just seeing so much bad stuff happen. And I probably just got like exhausted, um, with talking about it. Cause it was like, nothing is changing. So it was, you know, you walk a, as a black person, you walk like a tight, a very narrow tightrope to stay interested in things and it's like especially when you when you have like a firm like understanding the history like myself specifically black history when you look at all the things that have been set up in place to keep black people back then the stuff that's still happening now that you have to deal with even though it's like objectively better than like anything in the past it's still like dang like we still got these issues that are from these issues in the past so i was like nobody gonna stop them it didn't just feel like a lot more like like society as a whole focuses on other issues outside of black people um so I don't know I guess I, I, I'm sure it's no coincidence that my um, loss of steam to talk about black issues parallels the same time where like all that um social or social unrest of 2020 started to go down Um At the same time, like, I don't think that's a coincidence that they both went down at the same time. Like, I just felt very... And, you know, I started my podcast in 2020, so I was at the peak of my, like, feeling to make a change. And then everybody just... And then life opened up again. Um, Stuff wasn't closed from the pandemic, and then everybody just forgot. I feel like that's what happened to, you know, Black progress at that time. That was a quick little thought that I had to put in there. But that's what happened to me overall. I was just... Overall, I lost my steam. Got out to college though. Um, and like I said, I'm in San Francisco. Um, and quick little tidbit for all my people that's not from there. I didn't know this before moving. I actually did because there was one dude who went to um, Kenya with me who was from San Francisco. He told me, he's like, nobody calls it San Fran. Nobody calls it Frisco. Um, they only call it like SF or like the city. Or San Francisco. Like, they don't call it San Fran. So, when people say that to me now, that's, like, not from there, I kind of cringe. But it's, like, I'm in, like, a weird, like, in-between spot where, like, I'm not really from there. But, like, I know how they talk. And then people back here don't know how they talk. So, I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I hear that. I feel the cringe of a native because, like, I know. But I don't really feel like going through telling people all that. So, that's my easy way of telling, like... X amount of people at one time, um, some San Francisco stuff. So, um, I'm out there in school, and it is not that many Black people. I think the city has like a five percent Black population. Like I read like a Wall, like a Wall Street. I don't think it was a Wall Street Journal. it's like New York Times or something. It was like an article titled "It Is Lonely to Be Black in San Francisco," and it's true. Like you don't see that many black people just existing in that city. Um it's it's kinda weird coming from a place where it's a lot of black people. Like St. Louis has what forty like forty three percent black people, like that's almost half. So I see a lot of black people on my daily for all eighteen years of my life, and then I'm out here um from August to December seeing no blacks. Like, but see, the thing that softens my blow is that, like I said, on my floor, it's um, it's pretty much all black people. So that that kind of keeps me going. But going out into the city as a whole, no black people. Um, and it's kind of jarring. So I kind of think that like isolation really made me realize, like, and I think the no, not even just the isolation. It's the isolation. Of being black out there combined with the fact that it's so many like opportunities out there as well and then combine that with the fact that i'm in this program that is geared around black topics and black historical events that happened to where activists needed to be born um and then that just kind of all combined into like a reignition of my passion for black issues. And then not only that, to take that, to go deeper into the whole live and learning community, um, I told them this when I was giving my presentation for my final project, like they really, like how I say we have all these different intersections like uh, gender, sexuality, religion, um, where you're from, nationality type stuff like that. Um, It really highlighted some sense of like, I wanna say urgency um because as a like black straight man um even like relative to the black community like i have a lot of privilege like compared to other black people who are not all those categories like i have a lot of privilege like i can objectively we can objectively say that um now even though in the grand scheme of things in the united states i don't have that much privilege um if you listen to my first episode same race, different type of racism. I made an argument that like we probably got like the least amount of privilege of any black person just in the grand scheme skin, grand scheme of things. Um, but but you you have to listen to the argument I made for that because on paper it don't sound like it makes sense um, for obvious reasons. But like I, I explained it um, a little bit more in the episode, so you can go check that out. So it's like I recognize like that privilege that privilege that I have. Um, and then I can really, like, use my platform to make a change. Because it's one thing somebody said to me um, in a semester. They were like, oh, we are just talking about, like, black men, black women, how we, like, interact our issues, blah, blah, blah. And they were saying, like, black men set the tone for how the rest of the world um, treats black women. And after I heard that, I was like, we we really do have, like, a power. Like, even... Like the most, even like on the opposite side of the spectrum, like how I'm just like, I mean, not in my own mind, I got high self-confidence, but like how like in the rest of the grand scheme of like the planet, like I'm just one regular black dude. Like if you take this to the opposite end of the spectrum and you talk about like a LeBron James or like a, like a little baby, like even though they're just entertainers, people don't listen to them because they got big platforms and like you know how much money is like running through the stuff that they say like quite literally all the planet hear every word that like black rappers say so like we we do have a reach and you know with that reach that's gonna bring attention that's gonna bring people who might agree who might disagree blah blah blah. but at the end of the day it's probably gonna it's probably gonna make some moves so i'm just realizing like down on my scale as quote unquote a regular black dude like I can I can be making dents like and I found um I found even in my life like when I talk for whatever reason people tend to listen um so and that's like a sign that I've been getting for like a while I had like an individual connection with one of my teachers um in the program and she was like um you seem to be like in a leadership role and I'm like i be and like, I'm a lot more reserved than I was in high school out there. So I'm like, I changed my whole like demeanor and same thing still happen. Um, Like people just listen when I talk, I guess. I stopped the Northern signs. I started listening to other people around me. I was like, I can like really use my, my like ability to command attention to potentially do some good for my community cuz like I want to see the change like on every like college application I put um I put in I was saying like my ultimate goal in life is to make a tangible change on the black community like that's the one constant like I don't care if it's like on like my family on my neighborhood on my community St. Louis Missouri like the country or even the planet it's like I want to make a, a tangible like you can touch it and see it, like, change on the black community. I think that this is a good way to get into it, you know, get my voice out, um, and then start having those, like, those grounds on which real change is made. Like, maybe I'm the catalyst for it, and maybe not the actual person who made the change. I think I still have a tangible impact. um, So I just want to get the ball moving. That's why I restart this podcast. Um going forward over a break. So, like I said, I'm free. I don't really have that much to do. I'm going to start, like, planning out these episodes, um, reaching out to people because I want to have guests. I'm about to start messing around with that software to see what's the best way to have guests on my podcast and um just really start, like, asking or start talking about the topics that need to be talked about. I know they sound vague, and it's like, that could literally be anything, but I mean, like, Concepts of, like, how the black conscious has evolved and, like, why do we do the things that we do as a community instead of, like, complaining about them. You know what I mean? I'm past the stage of um, talking about issues without talking about solutions. You know what I mean? Every time I talk about a problem, like, my next sentence or my next thought needs to be, how do we solve it? Or I'm just not going to talk about it. It's that simple. So I'm really with um, putting, you know, the lack of a better turn the pedal to the middle. Because we we running, on, we running on, like, borrowed time, honestly. Um, maybe I'm using that expression wrong. I don't know. But to use it another way, we running on time. Like, time is fleeting. Um, I'm talking about, like, black America, I feel like. Because a lot of our ancestors who live through these things that um, continue to suppress us today, like, they not getting no younger. Like, their stories need to be documented, they need to be heard, they need to be be retold, they need to be taught in schools, like, so we can start to make a change. So, um, yeah, I just feel like this is the time where, like, we need to really get to action. And this is my way of getting to action for the community as a whole. So, um, that being said, I'll let y'all get back with y'all lives. Um, I appreciate, I really do appreciate you listening to this. Um, please share it, post it, repost it on your Instagrams. Like how y'all do, y'all friends, pictures, you know what I mean? Like just spread the word, um, really trying to get this out there and really trying to stay motivated, it would really help with my motivation. You know, if I saw some listens to it, even if it's like you're playing it, um, while, you know, you doing them dishes that your mama told you to do because you back from break and you ain't grown yet. You know what I mean? So, yeah, tap in, share support, um, spread the word. So, i see y'all.